Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. gentlemen welcome back to a new episode of the pure mind magic podcast and i'm always looking for really special guests from all around the world and for today i did find found one so his name is chris zebulero and he is a leadership expert and best-selling author today in the show he will tell us about leadership about personal and professional development as well as about his two bestseller books so here's for you live chris zebulero welcome to the show Oh, my goodness. I want to thank you so much for inviting me. I think we're going to have a really great discussion today about leadership. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Chris. And maybe we just start with you introducing yourself. Sure. So I'm uh, you know, a leadership expert. I work here in the United States and around the world. And I try to help people really kind of develop. I mean, your show is really based around you know, the mindset and, the, and, and our thoughts and, you know, how we get to where we're going in our life. And sometimes our mindset isn't our best friend. But, you know, when we think about leadership, we want to be able to give individuals the best tools that they can to be successful. You know, I've been doing, you know, leadership development, organizational process improvement for about 10 years now. And my, my regular job was I used to work on an ambulance. So I had to learn a lot about leadership and conflict resolution and communication and and you know that really kind of helps you build your product so i am a best-selling author as you mentioned i also have my own podcast which is the ultimate leadership podcast i'd like to introduce i'd like to uh, ask you to come and join me as a guest one day as well so we can kind of introduce you to my audience and talk a little bit about mindset And, uh, you know, I just really try to be the best resource I can to make sure that people have someone that they can turn to to say, hey, how do I handle this situation? Wow, that really was a fantastic introduction, Chris. And thank you so much for the invitation. I really like that. Thanks. Oh, my pleasure. So maybe we start with how you would define leadership. What is great leadership? You know, I think that there, you know, if you open up the dictionary, there's just so many definitions of leadership and you have to be able really to kind of find one that fits. Now, one of the things that I talk to people and say, how do you define leadership? Because that's going to be the foundation that they grow their leadership style on. So, you know, we always say, let's find a book definition, but I want to know the individual definition because then it's easier for me to help build. Well, My definition of leadership is really influence. Leadership isn't 
a position. Leadership isn't a title. Leadership is really an action. So regardless of the position you hold in the organization, as long as you can influence people, you can lead people. So I think that's the best definition. Yes, that makes sense and kind of reminds me of my profession like as a magician on stage because it also has to do with influencing people or more with guiding their attention to right, make right. the magic illusion work on stage. So do you think that having charisma is helpful for a leader? You know, I, I really do. And I, I, do, I do know leaders that maybe aren't very outward in their leadership style and they're very successful. But I think the, the leaders that have really good, um, I don't know, maybe a, a followship are those that have really good charisma. It's your character. It's your personality. It's being able to help people develop their character and their personality. You know, a lot of times when you meet people, They're, they're a little bit more reserved. And, you know, when you, we think about their thoughts and their self-esteem, sometimes they're a little bit withdrawn. So I think when you have a good, uh, a good charisma, I think when you have good character, I think when you have good personality, now they're able to feel a little bit more comfortable around you. And maybe you can kind of pull some of that, uh, I don't know, some of that inhibition out of them to make them say, hey, I can be this way too. So I do think charisma is important. I do think having a positive uh, personality and direction is important. And I do think that having those good character traits or what uh, give people the, I don't know, uh, the good feeling of saying, you know, when I hang out with Chris, I really feel good about myself. Yes, that makes sense. So what would you say, Chris, would be a great mindset for a good leader? You know, I mean, that's such a great question. I think that, you know, leaders have to, you know, good leadership first starts with self-leadership. So you've got to be able to keep yourself motivated. You've got to be able to keep yourself uh, on a good direction. You have to have a good vision. You've got to have good goals. You've got to have good plans to reach the goals. And then you've got to continually evaluate yourself to make sure that you are on the path that you want to be on. How do I, how do I teach someone else to be a good leader or to be a good uh, worker if I don't have those traits myself? So when you think about a good mindset, regardless of the position that you're in, there's always something good that you can get out of that position. And you've got to stay focused. You've got to stay positive. You've got to move in the right direction and you've got to be able to give yourself the growth that you need to be successful. And I think that that's a good mindset. I see. So that means of kind you have to go first for yourself, like be the model or playing that role and then other people will follow you. You know, I think that that's a really great way to put that. And, you know, as a leader, you're going to be the role model and people are going to watch you all the time. I mean, they, you may not think they're watching you, but they are watching you all the time. And if you're saying something, this is the way that you have to be. But you're as the leader, you're doing something different. You're going to send a different signal. You're going to send a mixed message. So, yes, you, you do have to be that role model. You do have to set that example and know that the people who you're leading are going to be watching you eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day whenever you're in front of them. 
Okay. So what would you say? Is everyone a born leader? Is it possible to learn to become a good leader or are there people that aren't up for being a leader? You know, I think that that's uh, another great question. My daughter was, uh, she's in college, she's 21 years old, and she was just asking me this, uh, you know, a couple of days ago to say, you know, I don't, I don't know that leaders are born. I think that the leaders are made. And, and that's a really great comparison to say, how do we do that? I do think that there are leadership traits that you have as you're, you know, as you're born, but that comes from the, the nature and the nurture Uh, if we think about biology of the uh, or psychology of how your parents raise you. So if they're raising you to be um, uh, somebody who's outgoing, if they're raising you to, you know, step up and and uh, speak about things that you don't believe in or speak about things you do believe in, I think that that's what helps you grow as a leader. You know, when I was growing up, I grew up in New York City. And uh, I, I think I was a little bit of a leader. You know, I'd say, come on, let's go play baseball. Come on, let's go down to the let's go down to the ice cream shop. Come on, let's go down to the park. And people would follow me. Now, I wasn't saying it with great communication skills, but it kind of led me to believe that, you know, maybe you do grow with a little bit of skill. But on the other side of that, was I able now to lead my workforce and give them the best leadership um, uh, profession possible? The answer is no. I mean, I actually failed as a leader until I learned that science of leadership. So regardless of where you are today, you can learn the skills of leadership. You can have great professional development. You could have great personal development. And you could now strengthen the skills you have, or maybe you don't have them, but you can strengthen those skills to become the best leader possible. So I answer your question in two ways. Yes, you're born with leadership skills. And more importantly, if you're born with them, you still need to grow them. That makes sense. So would you say learning the science in leadership, as you put it, that these skills would also help people in the personal life, like in personal development, not only on the business side of things? Yeah, I certainly think so. I mean, because, you know, think about our personal life. You know, we leave the office or we leave our work and, you know, we go to the bank or we go to the market or, you know, sometimes... Uh, the drivers will make us crazy and and uh, we'll want to get angry. But, you know, if we have good conflict resolution skills, if we have good communication skills, that does carry over. And, you know, it's it's a shame that people who treat their workforce with good respect will go home and they'll be mean to their children or they'll be mean to their spouses. And I think that those are skills that do carry over, or sometimes that's vice versa. Sometimes they're nice to their spouses and nice to their children and go to work and they're, and they're not nice with their workforce. But I do think that the skills that you learn for business in your profession do transfer to your personal life. And, you know, it's all about developing relationships and it's all about communication and it's all about motivating people and inspiring people. And you can do that whether you're in work or out of work. Yes, you're right, Chris. So do you have some practical advice what to do to become better in leadership? You know, I, I'm a student of the science of leadership. And, you know, there are so many books out there. There are so many videos out there. And when you watch them and when you read them and when you listen to them, the, the science of leadership doesn't change. It really comes down to your interpretation of that science. So when I talk about, 
you know, employee engagement or employee satisfaction or whatever those skills are, the the science is there. You know, take a take a little bit of communication skills and put a little bit of conflict resolution skills and mix it all together, and you know, you come up with what you want to come up with for your um, for your leadership style. Now, the advice that I give you and I give your listeners is really kind of think about what is the best leader you ever worked for? I mean, what characteristics did they have and, and how did they make you feel? And, you know, what, what makes you want to, what makes you say that they're the best leader? And write those things down. And then on the other side of that coin, think about the worst leader you ever had. And what was it about them that you didn't like? And write those things down. How did they make you feel? And how, how upset did they make you? And what didn't you like about their leadership style? And now when you think about, so you have two columns. You have the best leader. You have the worst leader. And then underneath that, write a little paragraph of what you want to be as a leader, who you want to be as a professional. What does that look like for you? And then from there, develop the goals to reach that little vision. You know, I want to be a great communicator. I want to be somebody who motivates people. I want to be somebody who inspires people. I want to be able to handle any conflict that comes up and make sure that I have the answers for my workforce. Well, how do you get there? So I recommend listening to great podcasts like you. I got to tell you, I mean, you're really putting together such a great show. And I think that you're really going to have great resources for your listeners that are out there. But, you know, listen to the podcast. You know, watch some of the videos that are out there. Read and read and read more and, and learn that science. Now, when you read those books, sometimes you're going to say, oh, that's really good. I'm going to I'm going to really try to uh, I'm going to really try to um, uh, do some of that stuff. But there may be other stuff you read that says, I don't know about that. Maybe I'm not going to do that, but maybe I'll do it this way instead. So use it as a practical skill. Use it as a um uh, as a learning mode, but you can't do it unless you have a vision of what you want to be when you finish your training, when you finish your journey. You don't have, you need to have goals to reach that vision. You need to have plans to reach those goals. And then you're going to find yourself on the great side of the science of leadership. Oh, yes. I really like that exercise. And I think the listeners as well, that that's really pretty clear and brings things to the point. So, Chris, for me, from the creative background, I think I could compare the whole thing to a film director. Could you say that a film director is also a leader because he has to coordinate so many departments and has to have the vision in mind to create the bigger picture and the movie in the end? You know, I, I think that, you know, that is a really great analogy. You know, you, you have so many different areas that you're in charge of, so many different people that you're in charge of. You know, so many people, so many different people that you need to motivate and inspire. And in the end, it, it's it's your reputation that's on the line if you don't put out a good product, if you don't put out a good movie. Well, the same with leadership. You know, you're on top of the organization and we need to be able to take responsibility for the people that are working with us, regardless if you're, uh, you know, if you're on stage and you're doing some great magic and illusion Or if you're creating a movie or if you're if you're a bus driver, you know, driving the, the bus for people to get to work. If you can influence people, you're leading them. And I think that that's uh, regardless of your, where you are, uh, it works out to be all the same. Yes, 
Yes, I would agree. So what would you say would be the first step to influence people in a positive way? You know, you really have to be able to be somebody that people want to be around. So that really goes to your personality. You know, one of the things that I love about your show, and I listened to the episodes before we started, is you really kind of focus on the, you know, how your thoughts influence you, you know, how how you are, are, are able to motivate yourself and, you know, to keep yourself on. That's the first thing you really got to think about. We kind of chatted about it a little bit in uh, in the beginning that you need to be able to be a, a self-leader, self-motivated. But it really comes down to the thoughts of thinking that, you know what, I'm not a bad person. You know, you know as well as I do that our conscious mind will give us all the thoughts that we want. But when we believe something to be true, that that imprints on our subconscious mind to maybe make us do things we don't want to do. And let me give you an example. So we keep telling ourselves, I want to lose weight or I want to quit smoking. And then we find out, you know what? I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to quit smoking. Well, as soon as we say I'm never, that our subconscious mind believes that we're never going to do it. The subconscious mind will control the body. So every time you walk past the cigarettes and you pick up another cigarette, you're like, why am I smoking? Well, you've told yourself, I'm never going to quit smoking. Your subconscious mind believes it. So when you walk past the cigarettes, your subconscious mind says, pick up a cigarette. You're never going to quit smoking anyway. I'm never going to lose weight. Why am I eating this pie? Well, you told yourself you're never going to lose weight. And your subconscious mind is saying, you might as well eat that pie if you're never going to lose weight. So the first thing that you want to be able to do and, and kind of what your whole show is around is you want to have positive thoughts. You want to create that positive energy. You want to have that positive mindset. And then from there... You're able now to say, this is the person I want to be. This is the leader I want to be. And how do I get there? That was really a good example. I think that makes it clear once again where to start to influence people and become a better leader yourself to be then a leader for others. And you know, we, all know, we all know those people that sometimes, and I mean to cut you off, but we all know those people that are sometimes they're negative all the time, you know, and you know, we, we, we kind of hear them be negative and everything's always bad and this never works. And that, that really just kind of brings us down. And for us to be successful, we've got to have that positive mind and we've got to be able to say, we've got to be able to be the person that other people want to be able to come and sit with with a cup of coffee or sit with with a beer and, you know, just kind of talk about things. And you have to ask yourself, do am I a person that people want to sit and spend time with? If the answer is no, that's your good starting point. Yes, I would say that is the point where the magic starts when you get it right. That's right. <laughs> so on your website, I found that you are a member of the Forbes Coaches Council. Can you explain to us what that is and what you are doing there? Yeah, sure. So, you know, Forbes is such a great resource. And, you know, if your listeners aren't reading Forbes online or the magazine, really kind of spend a lot of time because, you know, there's some really great articles of uh, a lot of different topics that you might find there. You know, how do I deal with a tough situation at work or, you know, how do I motivate somebody? And you're going to find a lot of great resources there. So the Forbes Coaches Council is really a group of like-minded individuals who are coaches, uh, executive coaches, individual coaches, 
and they help people grow and and we kind of come together to say what is this what is this coaching um uh, space going to look like and it gives me the opportunity as well to talk with other coaches around the world to um really uh you know hey how are you dealing with this specific situation you know one of the big challenges that we have is that you know people in the united states are you know work differently than people in europe work so if i get a call from somebody you know i was just talking to someone in the united kingdom last week i need to really be able to understand the psychology of how things work there so i'm able to help them the best so What's great about the Forbes Coaches Council is it gives me the opportunity to have great resources that I can talk to to say, uh, you know, so uh, if I'm talking with someone in the United Kingdom, how how would I want to approach this? Because it may not be, you know, the philosophy I have here in the United States may not be uh, uh, is going to transfer. So it's it's like-minded individuals. It gives me a platform that I'm able to write and uh, write articles. And uh, my last article I wrote was about um, my four questions to increase employee engagement. And uh, but it's just a really cool opportunity to really kind of uh, network with people like you who are in the same leadership space. Oh, very interesting project. So I never heard of it before that they do have this coaches council, but, but as you described, I think it makes perfectly sense to help people and companies in the best way. And I also found that you are a member of the John Maxwell team. So what brought you there? You know, I, I just love John Maxwell's stuff and, you know, his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is a great foundational book. So if your listeners are just thinking about starting out in the leadership world, um, among other books, one of the foundational books you should have is John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And, you know, he has been in the leadership space for about 40 years. And as great as I am, or I like to think I am about leadership, when you sit in front of John Maxwell and you listen to him talk about leadership, you realize just uh, how much about leadership you don't know. And when you're doing something for almost 50 years, um, you realize that he has a lot of experience. So I had the opportunity to become part of his team uh, about 2014, and it gives me the opportunity to uh, teach some of his materials because he's got uh, 80, 80 books that are out there. And I have two leadership books, and I like to say between John Maxwell and me, we have 82 leadership books. Of course, <laughs> I only wrote two of them, but... Um, But, you know, so I get to teach some of that material, which is really great stuff. Uh, certainly he's my friend and he's my mentor and he teaches me how to be the best leader possible. Because even though you may be a leadership expert or you may be good in leadership, your knowledge is going to become capped at a certain amount of time that, you know, how, how much knowledge are you going to have if you don't continue to grow your knowledge? So it's even important for me that I continue with my mentorship, that I continue with my learning. So as I grow other people, I will have the best information and the most information I have possible. And it's not like when my leadership knowledge hits 10 that it stops. I'm going to go to 11. I'm going to go to 12. And uh, we have to continue to do that. That's where that personal development and that professional development comes in. Very good. I like that mindset and that approach. So, Chris, before we started the interview, we were talking about that you do have a speaking gig in Berlin coming up and you also mentioned the UK. So 
how do people reach out from Europe to you and get you from the United States as an expert for a speaking gig over to Europe? Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. And I love to travel over to Europe and, you know, uh, engage and speak. And I, I just love being a speaker. I think that that's just so much fun. And you could kind of reach me on my website uh, at uh, www.chrissavallero.com. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you my personal telephone number, which is 1-314-297-6850. And if you want to talk about leadership, I'm going to answer the phone. There's, It's not going to go to anybody else, and I'm happy to uh, uh, answer any questions and uh, certainly come and visit the, the beautiful countries in Europe to uh, give some leadership knowledge and uh, expertise. Very nice. And... How was it that you got the next speaking gig in Berlin? Did they contact you or did you had uh, another event where you got in touch? How did that work out? Yeah, so I was invited over to Frankfurt, actually, uh, in uh, May of this year. And uh, I did some work there. And I just kind of met some people and just started to talk to them. And, you know, when I got back to the United States, I got an email um I don't know, it was uh, maybe uh, a month later. And they said, hey, you know, we met you. We had such a good time. You have such a great, um, you know, focus on uh, of great opinions on this. Would you be willing to come to Berlin and and chat with us in October? And I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I get to eat more some of that great German food. And uh, I hear you got some really good beer over there, too. Yes, that is true. So a really good story and really you are really successful that people are reaching out for you to get you as a speaker. Because, of course, we do have here in Germany and Europe a lot of speaker also on the topic of leadership. So yeah. that, again, proves that you are really good in what you are doing. And Chris, you mentioned before that you are still working with a mentor. So you would say that working with a mentor really can improve your skills, your life, your business? You know, I don't think that ever goes away. You know, I think that regardless of how high you get in your leadership knowledge, how high you get in the positions of an organization, for you to be successful, ultimately successful, you continually have to grow. And, you know, I have many mentors that have helped me throughout my life. And, you know, I've had to call on them a few times to say, how do I handle a situation like this? But even today, you know, uh, you know, I, I talk with a lot of my peers and a lot of the mentors and just listen to them talk. And I'll, I'll ask them the same question. What's keeping you busy today? What's keeping you busy nowadays? And I'll listen to them talk about their day and talk about the situations that are happening. And then I'll say, well, how'd you deal with that? Or what'd you, what was the toughest thing that you had to think about when it comes to finding a solution? And then as they talk through their solutions with me, they're actually teaching me what they did and how they did it and what they thought. And, you know, it's just those little conversations that we have. And whether it's over a cup of coffee, whether it's on the telephone, you know, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes once a month, you're learning new skills and you're learning new practices and you're learning new opportunities to keep yourself relevant, to keep yourself smart, to make sure that you can motivate, inspire and really take care of the most important aspect of our business, and that's the workers that work with us, our workforce. For me to be successful, 
I have to make sure that they're successful, that they're engaged, that they have good employee satisfaction. Because if I don't do that, I fail as a leader. And I've got to continually grow to make that happen. I see. I understand. So in this case, Chris, would there be a possibility for the listeners to get you as a mentor in leadership? Oh, of course there is. And I'm happy to, you know, chat with anyone and, and help them to get from where they are today to where they want to be. And, you know, listening to the podcast, I have a great podcast called the Ultimate Leadership Podcast, and you can find it on iTunes. And, uh, you know, that's a great way to start, too. I mean, there's over 100 shows that you can kind of listen to. But if you need some personal mentorship, if you need some personal coaching, uh, I'm available to help do that. And, you know, I, I kind of encourage you to do that. I mean, sometimes, again, it's just a little conversation that helps you get over that hump of I don't understand or how do I do it better or, or what happens if this happens. And But, you know, again, the, it's the mindset that you have. It's the positive thoughts that you have that give you ultimate success. That is right. And you mentioned before the subconscious mind. So I'm dealing a lot with that. And I think it's subconscious. So meaning that there are some blind spots, we can't see ourselves. This is why I also love the idea to work with mentors also to have this kind of mastermind to create new magic. And this is why I think having a mentor or a coach really can help you make the next leap or take really big steps? You know, I think one of the things you make, you make such a great point there. One of the things that is really important is, you know, I've been doing leadership for 30 years, okay? In the beginning, I was horrible at leadership. I didn't do a good job at all. But those were the, the mistakes that I made. You know, in my book, Ultimate Leadership, 10 Rules for Success, those are the rules that I had to develop to be the best leader possible. Rule number one, never allow your emotions to dictate your actions. How many times have we gotten mad and we've just lashed out and we've just, you know, because we were upset? Well, when you do that with your workforce, you lose a lot of credibility and you lose a lot of reputation. The reason I bring this up is when you have a mentor, they've already have all this experience and all these mistakes and all these failures and all these successes and all these lessons learned that they will be able to share with you so hopefully you don't make those same mistakes. Now, when a, when a mentor or a role model gives you a little piece of information, that doesn't mean that you follow it step by step, but you take it, you, you know, digest it, you reflect on it, you polish it up, and you make it your uh, movement to go forward. So mentorship is very important. Having somebody you can rely on to share the spirit, their experience, their expertise with is very important. And I, 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 I say that for you to be successful, you need to have more than one mentor, more than one role model that you can be able to say, I want to be just like them. Yes, I would really agree with that, what you are saying. And you mentioned your books now before, and I saw them on your website. So you do have two books. But first question, how did you become a best-selling author? You know, when you write a book, you just hope that somebody's going to read it. And uh, I was very, very lucky that when the book came out, you know, with my show, uh, the, the podcast, there were a lot of people who went and bought the book and had the opportunity to uh, read it. And, 
you know, on the very first day it came out, it sold, um, I think it was 1,500 or 3,000 copies or something. And that kind of launched it to the bestseller list, which was, was very, I was very happy about. And then when I wrote the second one, I said, certainly, I don't know that I can repeat that. And really, it was a couple of days this time that, uh, but it did go to number one bestseller as well. And it just makes you feel really good that, you know, the message that you share, and remember we talked earlier about the science of leadership, and that my interpretation of sci of the science that people enjoy. And uh, that's what really kind of makes me happy. And I was very, very excited about it. Wow, congratulations. So that's really a good start with books, I think, Chris. Yes, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, yes, we mentioned there are two books. So there is this ultimate success and there's ultimate leadership. So where's the difference and what book is for what people? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, ultimate leadership was the first one, ultimate leadership, 10 rules for success. And again, I had to, as I started off my leadership career, I made a lot of mistakes. And these are the 10 rules that I developed for myself to be a successful leader. So if you're starting out in leadership, if you have a leadership position, and remember, it's not a position, it's an action. But if you want to learn more about leadership, check out the rules. And this is, you know, we talked about the mentorship and, and the mistakes that I made. A lot of these rules came from mistakes. And You know, there are 10 great rules, and I said, rule number one, uh, don't allow your emotions to dictate your actions. Rule number two, don't waste time and energy on things you can't control. And then it really kind of explains all those rules. It, you know, gives you a little bit of background of how I made the mistake and how I had to find it out. And then it gives you a little bit of the science of leadership on um, why we do those things or why we worry about things or why we get emotional when things happen. And then my second book is Ultimate Success, Strategic Leadership Excellence. This is really the skills that you need to have to be a successful leader. So the first book are the rules. The second book is the skills. And uh, it gives you a good blueprint of the foundational skills you need to have to be a successful leader. So we got, we got the books. And uh, where can people buy the books? Yeah, you can go to Amazon and uh, put them in. Uh, certainly, if you want to go to the website, you can purchase them from the website. It just it connects you to Amazon. So Amazon, I'm kind of the middleman, but Amazon's the best way to do that. All right. So we covered your books and that you do offer some coaching, mentoring on leadership. And when someone would like to connect with you, maybe you can repeat one more time. I think it was really fantastic that you gave away your private number to make it possible to reach out to you. But is there also an email address or some social media contact or how is it yeah. best to contact? you sure well certainly I'm on LinkedIn and uh, under Chris Subalero you can check me out there I have a Facebook page which is Subalero and Associates and I won't spell it for you but I'm sure it'll be in the show notes for you to look at my email address is Chris at chrissubalero.com I've given you my phone number so you can just get a hold of me however you want to and I'm happy to be a resource you know there are some times that I do webinars as well And uh, if, you're, uh, um, uh, if you're a fan on my Facebook page, Subalero and Associates, or on my LinkedIn page, you'll see those when they come up. And I do those a lot of those for free. Uh, there are some that are uh, 
that do cost uh, a small fee to help me offset the uh, producing. But, you know, to me, sharing the leadership knowledge isn't about making money. It's about giving the knowledge. And I try to do that very uh, economical as possible because, you know, one of the things that as a as a executive coach, I got a call actually from somebody who said to me one time, well, I want to, I need a coach, but I can't afford your services. What are you doing for the people that can't afford to get a coach? And that's where the podcast came from. And, you know, it seemed kind of like a great question that everybody needs it. Uh, Sometimes people can't afford to get a mentor or can't afford to hire a coach. So I started the ultimate leadership podcast. It's a weekly, it's a weekly show. And we have different leadership experts that come on and talk about leadership. And uh, we have just over um, 100,000 subscribers. And uh, it's very, very, uh, it's very, very, to me, therapeutic because I get to talk about the science of leadership. I get to talk with great uh, leaders and experts such as yourself. And hopefully you'll join me as a guest. And uh, um, but I think that that's another way that you can pick up that uh, knowledge and grow as a leader. Fantastic. So I think there are really different ways to connect with you. And there is something in for everyone. So the books, the audios, webinars, everything you have to offer. And maybe now for the end, Chris, is there any quote you really like you would like to share? Oh, my goodness, there are so many great quotes out there. And, and sometimes I go through a you know, a phase of quotes. But the, the, the quote that I'm uh, really excited about right now comes from the Dalai Lama. And he says that when we listen, we're only repeating what we already know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, let me try that again. So I was like, that didn't sound right. So when we talk, we're only repeating what we already know. But when we listen, we may learn something new. And I think that that's a great quote. And there's a lot of wisdom in it. And I'm sorry I messed it up in the beginning. But when we talk, we're only repeating what we already know. When we listen, we may learn something new. That is a really good inspiration, Chris. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It was really a pleasure talking to you. And I'm really looking forward to be a guest on your Ultimate Leadership podcast. And I look forward to having you there. And please, uh, I'll come back anytime whenever you're audience, uh, you know, uh, if there's a special message or something, I'm happy to come back and share my knowledge with them again. Great. Thanks again, Chris. And until soon. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Wow, what an inspirational interview with the leadership expert Chris Sebolero today. I really had some new insights. And I hope you did too. If so, I'm really happy if you support the Pure Mind Magic podcast to keep it free by becoming a patron. Very easy. Just click the green button, become a patron on victoriamavis.podbean.com. Starting with $1, you can support the show and make it better and can give something back. And of course, you will get something back as well. You will become a member of the Inner Magic Circle with great bonus material, patron only, and will be invited even to Magic Life events. So I'm happy to meet you there. And to let you know what's coming up, I do have another great interview in line with Harry Sherwood. He is really an expert on meditation. 
the different forms of meditation and how from a scientific standpoint meditation really can take your life to the next level. We are also talking about quantum physics. Just love that topic because it's so magical. So make sure to not miss this episode coming up next Friday, the interview with Harry Sherwood. All for today, my name is Victoria Mavis. You have listened to Pure Mind Magic. Until next time. <laughs>